for some of the black mule coffee and found it very delicious, very convenient to use, and can't wait until it's available in my area. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. There we go. You know, um, how do we, and we're going going to NPR right now. What I want people to ask themselves right now is uh, how do we continue to support black businesses that are emerging in fields that are non-traditional, right? Um, and I'm not sure that you would necessarily call this non-traditional per se, but I, I guess I guess you would, because you don't have many people, many of us involved in coffee and things like that. But but I tell you what, uh, think about it, folks. Think about it uh, as we go out right now, listen to NPR and uh, Diggable Planets. This is the Sunday Forum. Live from Washington with NPR News, I'm Courtney Keeley. The health minister in Egypt says 41 people are feared dead after a fire broke out in a church in Giza. It is reported to be an electrical fire. The BBC's Sally Nabil reports from Cairo. Fire broke out during a church mass in Cairo, resulting in a large number of casualties. We understand that there are a number of children among the dead. Dozens of ambulances have been dispatched to the scene to move the victims to nearby hospitals. All hospitals in Cairo are on high alert. Inspectors from the Prosecutor General's office are checking the area, which police have cordoned off. The Interior Ministry said the fire was mainly because of an electrical fault in an air condition. It said many Many people suffocated due to the thick smoke that filled the place. Hot weather and large amounts of wood in the church helped the fire to spread much faster, causing much loss of life. The BBC's Sally Nabil reporting. President Biden, once seen as struggling, is celebrating with the passage of the biggest climate package in American history. NPR's Marley Eisen reports this week he plans to sign into law the Inflation Reduction Act. The new law includes a historic amount of money to combat climate change, an extension of Obamacare subsidies, money to reduce the cost of prescription drugs, and a new minimum corporate tax. Some of its effects on inflation, for instance, won't be felt for years, but for people buying an electric vehicle or paying for prescription drugs, the effects should be felt much sooner. The Inflation Reduction Act follows a string of other bills that Biden has passed, including gun safety laws, legislation on semiconductor manufacturing, infrastructure, and new funding for veterans exposed to toxic burn pits. Mara Liason, NPR News. Temperatures in the Pacific Northwest are expected to soar again by midweek. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has reported that July sent a new record for overnight warmth in the U.S. Oregon State climatologist Larry O'Neill says the serious consequences of extreme temperatures are caused by climate change. We just need to reduce our emissions of greenhouse gases by any means possible, really. Um, so this is reducing driving, uh, reducing you know home fuel usage. O'Neill says the extremely high temperatures have led to more heat-related hospitalizations. There are increased hospitalizations. There's uh, more instances of heat exhaustion, heat stroke. O'Neill also notes many days of extremely high temperatures are a public health crisis. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has warned that any Russian soldier who attacks Europe's largest nuclear base or uses it as a target will become a, quote, special target for Ukrainian forces. I'm Courtney Keeley with NPR News. Pakistan is celebrating its 75th anniversary with a military parade. Residents are having picnics and some are planting trees in honor of the occasion. But the country faces enormous challenges. NPR's Dia Hadid reports from Kabul. Pakistan's Diamond Jubilee comes as heavy monsoonal rains lash some of the poorest parts of the country. More than 500 people have been killed in flooding-related events since the monsoon season began in mid-June. Pakistan's political institutions have been in crisis since the former Prime Minister was ousted in a no-confidence motion. He alleges without evidence that he was the victim of an American plot carried out by rivals. Inflation and rising fuel prices are squeezing middle classes and further impoverishing its poorest. And the Taliban's takeover of neighbouring Afghanistan is eroding security. Militants have infiltrated Pakistan's border areas and are conducting frequent attacks against security forces and minorities. Dee Hadid, NPR News, Kabul. 
In efforts to clean up its streets, San Francisco is testing out some very pricey trash cans. The construction takes years, and the ticket price is more than $20,000 for just one. Three of the custom cans are being tested this summer. San Francisco started searching for a solution in 2018 when city officials decided it was time to replace more than the 3,000 bins that had been on the streets for almost 20 years. The city is looking for feedback. According to city officials, after the test phase is over, the new bins will be put in place in 2023, and each one will cost a mint maximum of $3,000. I'm Courtney Keeley. You're listening to NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Harvard Business Review, exploring management topics from diversity in the workplace to returning to the office. Learn more at hbr.org NPR. And the listeners who support this NPR station. You're listening to WMNF Tampa, music and news. Hey, it's Lindsay from the Caribbean Cruise, where we play all Caribbean music from the classics to the latest. Every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. here on WMNF 88.5 online at WMNF.org or through the WMNF mobile app. Hey, what's going down, family? It's your resident chef, Big Eddie G, inviting you to the Soul Kitchen. Me and my assistant chef, Mr. White Pepper David Bryant, serve up the best of R&B and soul music with a pinch of hip-hop and jazz and a dash of fun. So stop by Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Bring your appetite, because the kitchen will show enough fill you up right. Here, only on 88.5 WMNF. This is DJ Spaceship, reminding you every Saturday from 10 to midnight, tune in to the newest episode of Ways of the Bay with myself and Tone Capone, where we play the latest in hip-hop, R&B, and homegrown talent as well. Missed an episode? Want to hear it again? Go to the website, WMNF.org, and hey, don't forget about that tip jar. Hi, this is Duncan Strauss, host of Talking Animals, now airing at 11 a.m. on Wednesdays. The time slot is new, but Talking Animals is in its 19th year and remains a show about animals and animal issues, chiefly revolving around a long-form interview with an important figure in the animal world. Guests have ranged from Jane Goodall to Amy Lou Harris to Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. The program also features music, comedy, news, and a quick quiz, Name That Animal Tune. That's Talking Animals every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on WMNF. Yo, this is George Dr. Funkin' Franklin, and you're listening to WMNF Tampa. They do the dog, y'all. And you are tuned to the Sunday Forum right now here on WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. Walter L. Smith and Allen Brothers. That's Jeff and John Allen joining us right now talking about their, what is it? Black Black Mule. Mule. Yeah. But let's get back to it and taking your telephone calls, 813-239-9663. Or you can write us DJ at WMNF.org. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Here on the Sunday Forum, on WMNF at 8.5, Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. Move your butt meat, everybody. We're doing Rick James and Fired Up. Yeah. 813-239-9663 is the number to call.
things as Rick James and fired up. Y'all know what we're talking about. Y'all know what we're talking about. We having fun here on the Sunday Forum. We got phone calls coming Yeah, in. we got phone calls. Yes, everything. 813-239-9663. Okay, oh, we had a phone call. We had a phone call. <laughs> call, okay. call. Call back in. Call back in. Uh, we are here on in on the Sunday Forum in studio here with the Allen Brothers. The Allen Brothers, the top contenders for the sole, the, the sole license for black marijuana. Black Marijuana, uh, 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 black marijuana growing. Is that correct? That's correct. Oh, so so wait. There's land. There's land involved here. Yes, it is. They growers. They're growing. So so so. What are are you guys working with? Any black farmers at all? Uh, We are. We are. Oh, you go. Okay, so y'all are. Okay, got it. They're on top of it. (laughs) So so got it. Yeah. Okay. So what we have to do is that you have to bring in, like, from your team, growers, right, who actually be able to go in and cultivate and work in that space. And right. that's what we do from, you know, as far as uh, the black farm, like, what the state look at it as a black farmer license, but it's basically saying it's a black-owned business. And within that black-owned business, you have to have people who actually has experience growing, people who have experiences being able to uh, cultivate uh, and, and run a company. You have to have HR. You have to have marketing and sales. And uh, I think that's where, for us, we wanted to ensure that when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, those are the areas that we, we want to make sure that we're having the best fit, but then we're giving our, our culture and our individual, our, our, uh, our, our culture, uh, the ability to be in senior leadership positions. Um, th- that's the thing that I see currently lacking as well in the industry that we want to ensure that we are accounting for when we think about veterans and, and minorities. Okay. All right. Um, because <laughs> I was not thinking farmers. You guys are farmers. Yeah. So, but but the but now the the Black Farmers Association, mm-hmm. right, is out there. Correct. Right, and so many of them are looking for opportunities to do this same type of thing, and I'm pretty sure to work with you on uh, growth, right, on doing growing. Uh, have you been Have you been approached by any or? How's that going? So, yes, we have been uh, approached. I would say that when we look at uh, this space, we wanted to make sure that we just identified what we need to do to get across the finish line. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of our experiences for the state of Florida is while they focus on the growth, they also look at it from a medicinal perspective. What things are you doing to be able to provide value in some type of medical relief to the patients and the people of the state of Florida? That's the area in which we wanted to ensure that we uh, put our, uh, our our experiences around. So when we talked about cultivation, having our team who had experiences with specific strands that could help in the cultivation or in, in uh, helping to, uh, with specific ailments. When we talked about can, uh, cancer, we talked about epilepsy. And I'm just giving you an example, you know, um, our, one of our lead growers, you know, had the experience of being able to change laws in, in other states um, by helping young individuals who had epilepsy, uh, having 100 seizures a day, being able to treat them. And now they're, you know, living a very, quality, a very high level of quality of life with zero seizures today. Um, those are things that when we talk about it and, and really the, the benefit and how we want to evolve and getting our people involved in this space, we want to make a difference and we're not just here. We want to track it to say, hey, here's where we can point to a finger on and tell you this is the difference that we're doing today and this is without a license. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take this call, but I want to, I want to talk to you guys about uh, vocational training in high schools, right? Um, how can we... How can we uh, Make an impact there. Caller? Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Go ahead. Hello? Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Good. You're on the Sunday I, Forum. I was calling um, about the coffee. Yes. Oh, I wanted to say that I had tried it. Okay. All right. And how was it? 
This is absolutely marvelous. <laughs> Thank you. I'm an avid coffee drinker. Um, and there was, it was a perfect cup. I had nothing to add to it. Um, I enjoyed it immensely. Would love to have more. Okay. All right. All right. So how how can how can they get more? So right now, uh, our website is www.blackmulecoffee.com, as well as www.blackmule.co, and that's co. Um, and the coffee will be available. We're making this available in non-TAC versions um, uh, by the end of this month. And so if somebody wants to go in and you want to make your pre-orders, you can go to the website and, and make those purchases. Okay. All right. And go to the website and, and and order it through the website? Yes, ma'am. Okay. It's a wonderful product. I'm, I'm happy that it's on the market and look forward to Sipping every day, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, all right. That's good. Thank That's you. Good. That's good. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Well, You're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. This is Sunday Forum, folks. This is your host, Walter Smith II, and we are in studio with the Allen Brothers, John and Jeff Allen. But, Billy? Mm-hmm. I'm having some right now. You're having some right now. How yeah. is it, man? I've had two sips and it's wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. I can't wait till I get to the end of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> but what about? Uh, is there a difference in terms of how marijuana works in the body? If you smoke it and if you drink it, take it as an oil or something like that. Does it? Is it? Is it uh, unusual feeling that you get once it's digested? Is what I'm asking. Uh, to be honest. Uh it depends what what you're taking. If you're taking a CBD product, CBD does not have a uh, euphoria effect, does not give you a high. So, you know, CBD, you will feel it um, from a standpoint of a calmness. Um, uh, in our particular uh, black mule formula, it's uh, water soluble and it has a higher bioavailability. That bioavailability gives you the ability to have that feeling within about a 10 minute cycle. Mm -hmm. Uh, typically in CBD oils, it takes a little bit longer because it has to digest, you know, and going through that whole process. So, um, and, and if you put, you know, of course, THC in it, you will feel it a lot faster. Yeah. Um, so it's some somewhat similar to an edible, but it passes the the, uh, the digestive system, goes straight through the bloodstream, and um, you're able to feel that within a 10 minute. Okay. We got another call on the line, 813-239-9663. is the number to call if you want to join the discussion here on the Sunday Forum. Go ahead, caller. You're on 88.5. Good morning, gentlemen. It's great to hear all this black excellence happening this morning. Thank you. Um, yes, my name is Marisol, and I was listening to what you guys were saying earlier about the patients, and I work hand-in-hand with medical cannabis patients and I help patients get approved in the state of Florida. Um, I was introduced to these gentlemen uh, several years ago, and I love what they're doing in the industry. They really are going out there to help the community and help people. And I love being able to help the patient be able to get the medication that they need and get educated on medical cannabis and the uses of medical cannabis. Um, it's, not all cut the same in the industry and people really are receiving the true relief of using medical cannabis and not having to use as many medications. Mm -hmm. I'm a true advocate in this space. Yeah, Thank you. Thank that you. would be Thank cost effective too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the coffee, I talk to my patients about this coffee because this coffee does taste phenomenal. Um, I'm not even a big coffee drinker. I'm a tea girl. And <laughs> I had this coffee and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This tastes absolutely amazing. No, this really tastes amazing. And I've been talking to my patients about it and they love the concept. They're like, oh my gosh, I can receive, you know, my CBD medication in the morning with my coffee. And I'm like, absolutely. And they are excited about this because 
typically first thing in the morning, what do people do? If they're not taking their vitamins, they're drinking a cup of coffee. So right. you can start off your day with relieving your pain immediately. You can start off your day with, you know, being calm, not so anxious about your, your typical day that you may have lined up in front of you that you're already, you know, waking up in circles about. This coffee is like a, just an amazing concept to bring medical and coffee together. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. All right. All Thank right. you, Marisol. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, Marisol. You're welcome. All right. All right. Uh, you know, we have, if, well, first of all, let me say this. If you want to call in, call in 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. Everybody wave at the Facebook family out there. Facebook fan, what's up? What's up? Show them the pack. Show them the pack, man. Show them the packaging. The packaging is outstanding. That's some really good stuff, man. That's really good stuff. And if you take out the back, they have to take their backside there, folks. Okay? Um, let me tell you. It is... It is um, one heck of an undertaking, clearly, to do exactly what you've done. You've, you've given us some, you've given uh, folks out there some some hope. You've given some folks out there in terms of how to do business, in terms of uh, cannabis, in, in terms of uh, its uses, in terms of the direction of where we're going with this whole thing. Uh, and, you know, you guys are pioneers, you know? I'm really, really proud. Outside the fact that you're rattlers, you know, you know, y'all some pioneers in this thing, man. You know, I, I can't, I can't say enough. I just can't say enough. Uh, you know, so having said that, having said, that, I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna have a little fun again, right? MV, ready? Uh, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play this thing from Slaves called "Just a Touch of Love," right here on the Sunday Forum. It says 88.5.
Forum. Call in 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. We want to hear from you on the Sunday Forum. Uh, got a call? Caller? Caller, can you hear us? Call, can you hear Good morning, good morning. Good morning, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Brother Walter. I'm on my way to get my praise on there, but I want to thank you for all you do. Hey, man, thank uh, you. <laughs> give a shout out to your guest this morning. Uh, I'm the gentleman that, um, Brother Jones, the gentleman that helped you and your mom feed the homeless and the hungry there a while back, the elderly. Uh, oh. I just want to say this morning, each one, teach one. You're doing a phenomenal job, and I thank you very much. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Quickly, I know you don't do shout outs, but a shout out to the young and heart of Tampa Bay. Hey, this, this ain't Tom joining. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This ain't Tom joining, bro. You, 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 can, you, can, you can shout out now. Go ahead. Well, hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm saving the shout for praise this morning. I'm just going to give you a hand. <laughs> You're doing a phenomenal job. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I sure appreciate it. All right. I, I thank you very much, and you keep up the good work. All right, all right. Peace to you. All right, thank you. All right. Next caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Shut up, Turn your phone down. You turn your phone down or your radio. Yeah, yeah, hold on. That happened really fast. <laughs> What's going on, Brother African? What's going on, Brother African? How you doing? All right, man. How you doing? Man, I ain't got no complaints, no problems. I can't solve. All right, all right. Just really want to appreciate the program, but you know, um, I'm an African internationalist, and uh, even last week that we listened to, uh, you had a candidate uh, for judge, I believe. Uh, it was judge, right? Judge, yeah, last week, last weekend, yeah. yeah you know, and so I, I, I don't have no issue with somebody who comes on and says, "Vote for me," because I want your vote. <laughs> vote for me because I want the job, and I have certainly no issue with. Uh, you know, Africans coming on to a program and saying, you know, buy my product because it's good, buy my product because we want your money. However, uh, like, I don't even have no questions about it. However, when a candidate, like last week, comes on and says, uh, vote for me because I look like you, or, you know, comes on the program like today and says, vote for me, because, uh, uh, not vote for me, but, uh, you know, buy my stuff because, uh, you know, it's a black business, it's support black business, then, you know, I start questions pop up, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, for example, what, what is, where does that money go? Because it's a lot of black, just because you're a black business don't mean that the business is the best thing for the African community. And, 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 and because I'm an African internationalist and a revolutionary, quite frankly, I don't want, uh, I want more, as many of us as we can have to be sober, clear-minded, and, and, and ready for war at the drop of a hat. So we're not always on the end of some news story about, uh, you know, some police gun shot us down uh, when we was unarmed or whatever. Maybe if we had arms and were sober, and, I mean, maybe we should do some stats on that or something. I don't know, to find out, uh, you know, who was high when they got shot or something. Not saying it's our fault when they shoot us, but just saying that, you know, sober-minded people, uh, people who ain't high might have a better response. So, I mean, the African, the African internationalist idea is that, you know, we can be sober-minded and, and get through this thing because every one of us who is an African in the United States has all kinds of problems, all kinds of reasons to escape. You know, before Florida said anything about medical marijuana, we were finding a way to get high, finding a way to get drunk heroin, cocaine, crack, uh, you know, whatever. So, I mean, all, we all were looking for an escape, but this colonialism is a, is a nasty, nasty thing. And, you know, it, it makes us, you know, want to escape, and, uh, you know, if we don't know that we can fight and win. So, for me, uh, when, when somebody is audacious enough to, say, you know, uh, buy my stuff because I'm a black business, it makes me want to know what does your black business do to advance the African community, the African working class towards the total liberation of Africa and African people in other words. Uh, I understand that people have seizures and cancers and all kinds of stuff that very well might require uh, this kind of remedy that the business offers. But, but where do the proceeds go? Do the proceeds go back to the African community, or do they go into the coffers of uh, the people selling the product? Um, because you know we can we can do things with, with those proceeds. Uh, there are all types of African internationalist institutions where those monies can go. 
uh, kind of like how, you know, tithes and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was never hearing about Malcolm. Right. Know, Malcolm wouldn't let people come to New York if, if they and perform, like Sinatra and all them. They just couldn't come in New York and perform and get all this money without dropping some money off to the mosque. You know what I mean? Right. And so, so what's this, you know, we, if, if we're going to drum up, you know, if we're going to pull on the harsh things of African people, because we always, African people want to belong to something, you know, we always hear that we, you know, the crab in the barrel, and, you know, the reason why, you look at the, the, the Chinese and all these people sit together, we don't sit together, and then people jump on that, piggyback off that and say, oh, you know, support it because it's a black business. Just because it's a black business, I mean, it's a black business that's in our own interest. So I would love to hear how it is this black business, uh, uh, what it is this black business does with the money that it gets from helping our people get high, uh, you know, to get some relief for, you know, from these, uh, you know, these things. Because no, I, 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 have, I have some suggestions if you don't already have some things in place. Number one, Put the money in something that's going to help our people stop being sick. Walter talks all the time about these food debts. Put some money in something that's going to help our people not get cancer. Help our people not get uh, the whatever, uh, the, the whatever, the dementia, the, 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 the stomach uh, thing, the, what they, they call it, uh, the lack of an appetite. Put, put the money into that so that African people don't uh, have that uh, kind of issue. And I say this and be, and be done, man. I remember this idea of the prison crusade. A lot of people enjoyed and appreciated the prison crusade. And I think that, you know, yeah, seeing the families, you know, helping the families go see family members in prison was, you know, really, you know, I think that was, you know, you know good to a certain extent. But in my view, you know, why the hell wait <laughs> to, to the people in prison? You know, like, just do something so they don't go to prison. You know what I mean? <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, I would love to hear if we're going to say, you know, that uh, the African people or to support the business because it's a black business. I want to know how it is the money, uh, you know, the money, you know, where does the money go? How, how does the money support African people that, uh, whom you ask to support you? I appreciate you allowing me to get that question out there. Hold on. All right, brother. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, thank you for calling in this morning. And that's a very uh, valid question that you asked because, you know, I, I think it's really relevant in, being able to be able to support the communities. Specifically for Black Mule, uh, we have a partnership with the Skill Center, which is in East Tampa, Hillsborough County. And for us, it is very important um, and it's doing things intentionally where we have that relationship. So we are giving back to the communities. And to give you a brief overview of what that, um, the, 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 the actual thought process and the work that's being done today, the Skill Center is actually building a new facility here in East Tampa. Uh, it's roughly 55,000 square feet, 20, uh, I think it's a $25 million economic impact plan that has been put together here that we plan to have an uh, impact here in the, Tampa com in, in the Tampa community over the next five years. That means over 180 jobs that we'll be able to provide here locally. That means that we'll be able to touch uh, youth, over 3,500 youth uh, over this span in the next five years as well. Our contributions and what we're doing here with Black Mule and our coffee are directly tied into here in Hillsborough County. I think that you know when we look at it from a, a, a company perspective and how we want to be able to touch lives and touch people, move ourselves from I call it a, a locally to regional to to globally. You have to take those first footsteps, and this is the one that we've already established and what we plan to do here in Hillsborough County with this initiative that we've already defined. Okay. All right. There were some other things that you mentioned earlier as well about some plans that you have for uh, for supporting some other things as well in terms of uh, training. Yep. It was training. So we do have a barista academy attached to the skill center. Mm -hmm. And that barista academy will train kids uh, at the schools, high schools, uh, how to be baristas, uh, how to roast coffee, how to do certain things. And this is important for them when they go to college, right? Mm -hmm. When you talk about jobs in the next steps in, in college, you don't have to work at Burger King. You can work at Starbucks, right? And it puts you in a different environment. It puts you around different right. people, puts you a different around a different class, right? And and it and it's also paid $60,000 to be a barista. You wow. know what I'm saying? So I did not know that. So really? Yeah. So it's it's a it's it, it it changes the value of that kid that goes to college and it can change his life. So So, so you mean to tell me if I learned how to put the little leaf thing <laughs> yeah, in, the, in, the, in the coffee. <laughs> That's 60 G's. Yeah. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, life. 
Little brother. <laughs> that changed somebody's life, man. That would change somebody's life. <laughs> Yo, I, I know Mobili likes that, right? Oh, yeah. Mobili might join in that right there, bro. <laughs> uh, no, I really, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that. Um, we, we got some, okay, no other calls. Okay, so listen, call in here, folks, 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. I, you know, I can't say it enough. I am so excited about the fact that you guys are here and what you're doing. Man, you know, uh, what what life said just a moment ago, my brother African was pointing out that, and we spoke about it a little earlier, mm -hmm. right, was, you know, how do we make sure that we are controlling our dollars, right, that our community, that we're giving back to our community, whether here or abroad, right? And how, what are we doing in, in terms of helping towards the liberation of our people? And something, I, I don't think people would see it as easily as we see it, right? I mean, I, I, I see it. I see very clearly the the impact and what how serious this is in terms of what it can mean. Let, let, let me, for people who, who, who may not see it, let me just illustrate it for you. There's a thing called Starbucks. Billions of dollars, not millions, billions of dollars made annually. Everybody goes there, right? They have, they have merchandise, products, and everything else. Now, put a pin in that for a moment. And look at what their symbol is. The symbol of Starbucks is a Yoruban symbol. Yamanja, right? The goddess of the sea. Right? The African goddess of the sea. Absolutely. Now, listen. Somebody might look at it and say, oh, it's a mermaid. No. It is not a mermaid. It's Jamanja. Little stars right there. They, they, they tell, and it's been proven, it's been said very clearly. That's what I'm not, this isn't revisionist history. I didn't make it up. None of that. It is what it is. Right? Okay. Now, something has been appropriated from our culture. Something has been appropriated from our culture. Hey, listen, and, and, and mind you, mind you, hey, that's what it is. It is what it is. This is, this is capitalism. At its best. That's what they do. Now, look at this information here. What you are getting right now, right here today on this show, is you are hearing now a another company equally as good, equally as good, with a product that has that that has that has extraordinary purposes, right? And uses. That once fully developed, once fully developed, is going to be leaps and bounds beyond what we're seeing right here in Black Mule. Now, take a note, folks. Take a note. When you talk about businesses in the black community, we are talking about customer service. We're talking about training. We're talking about, and when we talk customer service, we're talking about a specialized customer service in this, right? How often does that come around? It doesn't. It doesn't come that often. And here it is that, that this this opportunity here that and these gentlemen are here to give back. They're not just taking; they're giving back. They are doing what they need to do in order to support their community. Wow. So it's not just, you know, you driving off the you know, hey man, listen, you know, I don't I don't not driving a Bentley if that's you want to drive, whatever. Knock yourself out. I'm not counting the money that's going in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? I can care less. And better yet, I I I hope I hope there's a whole bunch of it. Mm -hmm. Right? Correct. Because that's what you want. What is what, what I want to what I want to impart upon people who are listening is this. 
you know, there's enough money for everybody to make some. Absolutely. What you do with it is the key. What you do with it is the key. You know, these guys run around and they, and they you know, listen, man. Again, what somebody does with their, with their money and their finances is none of my business, right? Right. But when we talk about effect, when we talk about the effect, we're talking about how something not just looks, but what it actually does. We're talking about something that can make a change. So talking about something that can affect a change. Hmm. Now, we are on the cusp with this company as a standard and as a model for other companies. On this show, we've had, what do we have, MB? We had uh, the black, the, the, the owner of the black airline, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was on this show probably four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe four or five years ago, okay? He's still thriving. He's still moving. But we did what we could do to, su- to support that. My point in saying all this is we have to begin to do more to support each other and what is going on economically within our communities. We cannot, we, we, we can ill afford to go out there and tear each other down. Right? Mm-hmm. And if we see that the, that the brother, that the brother or the sister is going in the wrong direction, guide them. Pull them back. Say, hey, listen, I want, I want to holler at you. Let me talk to you. Let me make a suggestion of what you can do mm-hmm. to help the community, to help our cause, your cause, which is our, which, our cause is mm-hmm. your cause. Right. Right? You know, this is the important stuff. Right. It seems to me, historically, we are an entrepreneurial people. In Absolutely. Down. We've had to be a bottom-up <laughs> entrepreneurial people. We need each other. We needed the, that land, that 40 acres, and everybody didn't get it because the promise was broken. But mm-hmm. when people can overcome like these two gentlemen have, uh, it depends on how bottom-up it is. I mean, do you uh, support a business model that includes, that's inclusive of other people, that's inclusive of the community, that teaches people something that... Uh, shares the wealth that shares the land. Mm-hmm. So, what are your guys' f- vision for your future? So I see from a so for two folds. I think when we're looking at it from uh, our vision is one, we want to continue to involve ourselves in the communities, uh, offering mm-hmm. ourselves to where we have internship programs uh, to be able to give the youth of our future opportunities in this space. Um, I think one of the great things is that while we are looking at looking at it from the lens of cannabis, we have products that are non-cannabis based because not everyone may not want to, as Jeff was mentioning, where they go into roasting in a general industry of coffee, you know, you, you won't have to go into the cannabis arena, but you are able to, to, to go into and look at different product and lineups such as weight loss, uh, weight management, that will be able to, to really attract and have a coffee that's suited directly for you. Those are the things that, from our evolution in the products that we have currently, those are what we wanted to support. But overall, you know, it is about kind of passing that baton. That's important. Um, being able to come from HBCUs, but coming up from a discipline how we were raised, it was really core to our who we are, our mm-hmm. makeup, our genetics. And so everything that we've done, our team, the team that we have assembled and that uh, is a part of the black mule and what we uh, look at from our vision. We talk about integrity and how we want to continue to move the brand forward. It is all. It is about the youth. It is about what we can do for the, the communities and giving back. And that's what we will continue to have on the forefront of, of our agendas. Absolutely. That, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, as we begin to wind down, it's now 9.50, folks, 9.50. Um, I am going to ask each of you 
for any final words. First of all, everybody wave again to the folks in, in, in Facebook. Facebook land. <laughs> show them the packaging. Show them the packaging. Uh, you know, we want to, I want to hear some final words from you guys, each of you, um, about where, where you're going, what your hope is, and uh, we'll start now. So, uh, where we are right now, we are preparing our launch for, I call it the non-THC versions of our Black Mule Coffee. We're super excited. want to call out just a couple things when we talk about, like, caffeine, even as an example, because I wanted to really talk about some of the health imp- imp- implications of this. So, a cup of coffee uh, that we provide has roughly 87 milligrams of caffeine. If you look at Starbucks, because we are talking about Starbucks as a comparison, they have, for their standard cup of coffee, is 330 milligrams of caffeine. When you look at McDonald's, McDonald's is 140 milligrams of Good caffeine. <laughs> so Jeez. we're looking at it because of the medical nature and the health benefits that we're talking about enjoying a great cup of coffee and really how you can enjoy this without all of the additional caffeine and the other additives that that are you know not really favorable for your body because so, caffeine is pretty bad isn't it? it's a drug over time yes the, the continue to taking too much i think it's like 400 milligrams mm-hmm. of, of caffeine a day is not good with, from what the doctors recommend and so those are all the things that when we look at it from our lens one it has to be great tasting because that's what our brand is stands for but we stand on the principle of being able to bring our products that are health conscious with great taste we call it coffee with a kick um, that's that's where we really want to be able to continue to roll out and we'll, you know, like I said, want to focus in this beverage industry because that's something that has been uh, missing and it's, it's, it's trend-setting. That's, that's really what I think it is about and we've done a great job of that and uh, want to continue to push that uh, that initiative going forward. All right. All right. And uh, what I would say is that um, uh, for the future, uh, I do see us going to multiple states, uh, California, Massachusetts, Oklahoma, New Jersey, Florida, of course, when John gets his license here, um, New York. Uh, we do see expansion in the cannabis space. Um, I would also say that this company, I want to be known as the company that gave back to the community. Um, we want to be that flagship so other cannabis companies, the ones that are making 100, 200 million a year, can look at us and say, hey, we are doing so much more with so much less. Um, that's the biggest impact that we consider for our community. Um, if, and what, you can only imagine what we do when we will make those 200 million and how we can impact the, com- uh, the communities. So we're doing much more with less. So, you know, we just want to continue to be that company that in this cannabis space that we we're showing and giving a blueprint to other bl- cannabis companies that are doing very well to show you how you can impact this community. You always talk about, uh, you know, social equity. You always talk about uh, uh, things of that nature. Uh, get on the floor, get on the ground, and help these communities. So, you know, that's where I stand at it. All right. Is there more that you guys feel needs to be done legislatively? Absolutely. There's so much that can be done. But like I said, it, it also goes to who's sitting at those tables, who's making these rules. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's not a simple task to talk about in in a you know little session that, that I can explain to you all the things that happens back door. You know, when they make these rules and come up with the concessions, what made them pick black farmers litigations people to give licenses to that's the smallest percent of black minorities that you can give an opportunity to you know so like when we speak about that you know it's the smallest group in florida that can apply for a license so you know just speaking about legislation and people that have the ability to make these rules and make that um I i would recommend that they have people uh, that are very uh, understandable and knowledgeable about this this landscape to be able to help with those rules. You know, the the, the travesty of what happened led to this. Mm-hmm. The, the, and, the, and there is a travesty. It's a travesty. It's right. absolutely But I don't want to focus on don't that because, f- that. because we, we're, we're pushing past that. But there's a travesty behind this, you know, right. Right. what happened, those absolutely. rules. And, and, and you've overcome it. Yes, sir. And here we are. Here we are. Um, listen, John and Jeff Allen... Thank you for joining us here. I'm gonna we're gonna go out with Billy. We're gonna go out with uh, a little Angie Stone, brother, okay. right here. 
on the Sunday Forum. Thank you for joining us, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, having for joining us. us, everybody out there. And this is your host, Walter L. Smith II, along with the Fourth Estate crew, saying to everybody out there, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. Peace. Is my king, is my woman. Yes, he's my father. Yes, he's my son. So I can talk to him because he understands everything I go through and everything I am. He's my support system. I can't live without him. The best thing since sliced bread is his kiss, his hugs, his lips, his touch. And I just want the whole world to know about my life. to the Sunday Forum here on 88.5 FM. This is WMNF Tampa. Stay tuned for the Postmartin Hoot Nanny. It's coming your way next following headlines from National Public Radio News. Patrick from the Black Keys. You're listening to WMNF 88.5 Community Radio. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM Community Conscious Radio. Hey, it's Lindsay from the Caribbean Cruise, where we play all Caribbean music from the classics. Every little 
experience. Every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. here on WMNF 